Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Wednesday, twenty second of uh, December. Santa Claus is coming to town. He's making a list. He's checking it twice. He's going to find out who's naughty and who is nice. Uh, obviously, this year, no, uh, no, no difference in the list. You know, we're all naughty. Let's be honest. And uh, we're all nice at times, and uh, I think, I imagine most of us will feel that if we don't have a good Christmas, and not, let's not say great, you know, we don't want to put that pressure on ourselves, but if we don't have a good Christmas, then there's a high chance that we will find Santa and fucking murder him. We need some joy. We need some joy, man. I was going to, I was going to put off recording this for another 24 hours in the hope that I had maybe... Some joy in my heart again after Sturgeon's um, motivational briefing this afternoon on the uh, on the state of the COVID situation, the continuing COVID situation um, here in Scotland. I, I'm not going to go on and on about it because I think I imagine, like like I, you are completely sick to death 
of hearing about COVID, hearing about Omicron, hearing the fucking numbers, hearing the death tolls. I'll say a couple. I'll say a couple of things because it, you know it's it's boiling my piss, man. Right? I'll say a couple of things, and then we'll move on. Just don't be fooled by it all, man. That's all I'm saying, right? I'm not saying for a second that it's not a concern that you know people's health are at risk, but just be aware of what has been done to you. Understand that the death numbers, the death figures that are being reported now daily again is every single COVID death since it began. You will find it very hard for any mainstream news to present you with the daily figures or even hospitalizations daily. There'll be you you'll find some they'll be brushed along very quickly. They want to focus on the big numbers because that's what scares people. <sighs> Let's move on, man. Let's move on. And I I I am fully aware that you know people listen to podcasts and different things to escape, uh, you know, the day to day and have a bit of a laugh and to talk about things like uh, the North Koreans who sadly cannot have a laugh, you know. At least we can still giggle. I mean, those bastards, they're not even allowed to laugh, then we'll discuss that in a second. I mean, just when you think the world can't get any fucking weirder. You know, just when you think things can't get any worse with the situation that we're all living in, then you realise that Pete Davidson shagging Kim Kardashian, you think, how the fuck did that happen? And there's a pig selling patents for 20 grand. Somebody's out there grafting. On a daily basis, two jobs, three jobs, four jobs, selling pictures of arseholes to fucking Japanese businessmen, and there's a pig called Picasso. Of course it's what he's called. Selling paintings for 20 grand a pop. What hope have you got? Huh? We don't even know what constitutes a party anymore. A party used to be 50 people crammed inside somebody's kitchen, fucking wrecking the gaff when their mom and dad was away for a dirty weekend to Spain. Now a party's just hanging out in a patio. Fuck noise. But anyway, this is the Scott Gibson Show. I'm Scott Gibson. How are you? Couple of questions today. Hard-hitting questions um, from some rascals that we never got around to doing on the uh, on the Patreon episode from uh, from Sunday just gone. If you, I mean, if you're not, if you're listening to this, you know, and you're enjoying it, and uh, and you're not part of the uh, the Patreon for the show, man, consider it. You know, in fact, don't even consider it. Just fucking get on it. Patreon.com forward slash Big Scott Gibson. Support the show. Support me. Extra episode goes out every single Sunday on the Patreon. There's there's an extra eighty episodes. There's over a hundred hours of content waiting for you for four quid. You fucking cheap bastard. Four pound. Treat yourself, it's Christmas. Can't go to the pub anymore. Fuck knows that. You know? Forget it. Zuckerberg is working with the Wuhan government to make sure the metaverse comes for next Christmas. You're going to be in a, in a cupboard under the stairs, hardwired into the Matrix. <laughs> Buying and selling NFTs and fucking one of a kind digital clothing. 
So the Aravit, you got me sick. <laughs> the family's like, coming off dinner, we done. I can't, your dad's got to punt NFTs so I can buy my avatar and you pay the fucking Wranglers. This is where we're getting to. Gone are the days of your one hour exercise. They were the, they were the glory days. Who knew? Who knew when the Tories gave us one hour a day to go out and fucking soak up some fresh air? Those were the good days. Now Zuckerberg's come in and went, listen, Facebook's no Facebook anymore. We're now fucking meta. All right. And we want you in the metaverse. So you're not going to have to cop up 300 quid for a fucking VR headset and then you can sit in the house and you do need go outside. And to be fair, it's fucking freezing out there the night, so... Maybe Zuckerberg's on to something. I don't know. <laughs> we need to talk about North Korea. We need to talk about Picasso. We're not going to talk about the Harry Potter reunion because there's, there's, there are fewer things in life I give a fuck about than Harry Potter. Honest to God, man. I, I, I find it strange that of everything that exists in this planet, there are grown men and women who choose to to still align themselves with fucking Harry Potter. What house are you in? What? What what house are you? You look like a fucking gripple bum house. What you're a grown you're a grown man with children. Yes, but what house are you in? You're in a, a snufflepuff kind of house. What the fuck are you talking about? I don't like them. I don't like the films. They're boring. They're not exciting. They're not interesting. The, Harry Potter's fucking gar- he's a garbage actor. He's got a bit better now. You know, he's, he's getting alright. But when he was making Harry Potter, he was fucking awful. I guarantee you, the, the producers of Harry Potter, I guarantee you they sat down in the second one and they went, can we do a Back to the Future here and fucking swap him out for Michael J. Fox? And they went, no, we can't, it's, uh, it's too much. And they were stuck with the bastard for God knows how many films. He's fucking awful. Some of them have gone the other way. The wee ginger one, he was alright in Harry Potter. Now he's a fucking garbage actor. And the lassie, fuck knows what happened to her. She's like Tinkerbell. She never grew up and then she popped up in the UN at some point. Now I don't know where she is. And now they're having a reunion. I don't care. Are you are you Gripple Bum House? Are you Snickle Snicklesnin? <laughs> There's only one house that matters, my man, and that is the house of Hanover. Am I right? God save us. <laughs> Even the Queen's cancelling Christmas and there's only 500 fucking Old Firm fans allowed at the Old Firm game. I mean, I guarantee you every one of those 500 has got a police fucking watch team on them already. Right, we're not talking about COVID, Gibble. We'll step away. This would be interesting if, if after this rant I now click on the, uh, the, the uh, what's it called? What's it called? The software to see that we've not been recording. We have been recording. Can you imagine? Can you imagine if that rant wasn't recorded? God help us! I mean, it's, this should be a Christmassy episode. <laughs> I don't know what's happened this year. I, I maybe it's the move. Maybe it's the move, moving of the house that has taken. It's taken a lot of energy. 
and it's been stressful. And we're nearly there. Spare bedroom's done. Uh, I have got some friends coming to us for New Year. Very much looking forward to that. So we had to get the spare bedroom sorted, get a bed in, built. You know, side tables. Uh, you know, lamp. Uh, accoutrement. To the point now where I was standing there day going, this, this bed's actually come for the mine bed. What the fuck's going on? So we're getting there. We've uh, not got much left to sort. And then uh, I have enough re- cardboard to be recycled. I think I could build a, a, a beautiful village for the homeless with the amount of cardboard that I have. So I need to find... Uh, this, this is the problem with being rural. You know? Everything in, in the sticks is solved by fire. That's that's the way these people solve things. Burn it. <laughs> Any problem you've got? Listen, I've got a lot of uh, recycling, a lot of uh, household waste uh, since I've moved into the new property. Is there, a, is there a local refuse department around here or possibly a recycling plant? Burn it. Excuse me? Burn it. Burn your rubbish. Uh, our cats actually had kittens and they uh, were looking to re- burn it. <laughs> My child uh, actually failed one of his exams. Burn him. Burn the child. Every time I go in my back garden, one of my neighbours is uh, having a controlled fire. I don't know what it is about country folk. They just fucking love burning stuff. Maybe, I don't even think, I don't imagine that was addressed at COP26. I don't imagine anybody for the Farmers Union in Scotland or one of the rural MPs got went, listen, see if we just stopped all these fucking inbred hillbilly rural cunts burning their rubbish. The ozone level be fixed overnight. They're burning everything. Every day there's fires. I thought it was a fucking Indian reservation with smoke signals getting past the boots. Just cunts burning rubbish. I even said to the missus, when Nick, <laughs> say, I say next door as if I'm looking on to them. It's like over a field and doing a bit, right? But Nick's technically still next door. They had a fucking, a roaring fire gone. I mean, there was plumes of smoke. I was like, what the fuck are they burning? And then I actually did think, could I just take, could I just go in there with fucking bags and bags of carbon and go, my man. <laughs> my man, I'm new in the area. I've came from a city, my man. Hardwired internet, frappuccinos, various takeaways delivered to your door. I am not from this world. Could I possibly use your fire to burn the cardboard of Amazon? But I didn't. Uh, I wish I knew how to start fires. That's something you wouldn't normally say in a podcast, but I do. I wish I knew how to start, control and maintain a fire, but I don't. I blame my father. That's something that a son should know. That and how to bleed a radio. I know how to bleed a radio. You turn the key, uh, you put a child in, and you hope for the best. It's very much like sex. (laughs) Bleeding a radiator, son, is very much like making love to a woman. Uh, You put a towel down, uh, a bucket for the mess, and then you uh, unlock uh, the key and watch it flow. And hope the water's not too dirty. (laughs) 
if it's spotting out black water, uh, you should have done this years ago. Is that the radio? Oh, that, that sure, that could be your lady. So I'm going to have to find somebody to dump on her stuff, but, uh, you know, maybe maybe that's where we need, maybe that's where we're, maybe that's where we're going to. Maybe that's where we're moving to. We, uh, you know, we see, we all, we all covavi. Maybe we're going to get to the point where we just don't, we don't leave our houses, you know? Amazon drones in your fucking shopping. Getting the, the drone delivery for Asda. <laughs> and then we all just burn the rubbish in our back gardens. Who knows, man? Who knows? But, uh, yes, getting there, slowly but surely. And I think that with the move and everything that's happened, I just, I just don't feel festive at all. I haven't watched a single Christmas movie. I've got no real interest in watching one this year. 22nd December, what, three days before Christmas, and honestly, I do not feel Christmassy at all. But again, not in a bad way. Like, I'm not sitting going, bah humbug, I don't want to have Christmas. I just don't feel festive. I'm looking forward to my dinner. Of course I am. I'm not a monster. I was in Brayhead the other day. If you don't know, it's a shopping centre just outside Glasgow. Uh, in Renfrew, where I, where I grew up, and um, what a fucking, what a shithole, man. It's shit. I, I went in, I went in to get one thing, and I got it, thankfully, and it was the last one on the fucking shelf as well. I went, oh, I'm going to have to wrestle this half Sunday, but I, I managed to get what I was looking for. And then I thought, right, I'll just go for a walk around in, in case inspiration takes me. And I got a few little things from my stepdad, and um, it was... It was depressing. Do you know what? I'll just be honest. It was fucking depressing, man. All the shops are full of the same shit. They, they talk now about the high street, right? And I know that within that, that kind of encapsulates a lot of stuff. But anything within retail, it's just fucking depressing, man. You know, it is, it's just the same shit in every shop over and over and over again. I even went into HMV and I just stood in HMV looking at what must be thousands upon thousands of DVDs, and I thought, who the fuck is buying a DVD for their Christmas? <laughs> it was depressing, man. I can remember when Brayhead first opened, and we were so excited, you know, because we, we lived in Renfrew, so like, we're going to have a mall, we're going to have a shopping mall, we're going to it's we're going to be like American kids, hey, do you want to go and hang out at the mall and get like a malt shake? And then when Brayhead opened, we're like, have none of you cunts ever been to America? Like, has nobody ever stepped foot in America? Anybody involved in the designing, the structural layout, the presentation, the build, even trying to source which shops are going to go in this, has not one of you fucking bastards ever been to America because this is fucking garbage. It's pish, man. It is pish. But I got what I need to get, and that's all that matters. So the countdown is on, and uh, yeah, not Christmas. Maybe, maybe, maybe I need Wayne's. Maybe I need Wayne's. Maybe that's something we need to sort for next Christmas. We got a couple of Wayne's in. Maybe me and the missus need to work on that over the next year. Get a couple of Wayne's, popped out for Christmas next year, so we can enjoy another lockdown at home with a bambino, and then we'll feel Christmassy. I don't know. 
I think I actually just think I'm at that stage where I'm crossing over into the kind of you know proper old aged old man stage, where I'm. I, I think I'm realizing that I'm done with Christmas in the 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 present sense, i.e., receiving gifts. You know, I'm not excited about that. You know, not long ago I was like, oh, I can't wait to Christmas, I'm going to get a fucking BMX and a new computer and I'm going to get a pure, uh, some Lego and I was dead excited for Christmas. Now I'm just like, I better have 40 pigs and blankets to myself and enough turkey for sandwiches for three days or I'm going to fucking kick off. So maybe I'm just at that stage in life where, past Christmas, you know? Who knows? Anyway, I hope you're all set for Christmas. I hope two things, I hope you're all set I hope you've got everything you need for the big day and I hope you enjoy your dinner and I hope you haven't put yourself in too much debt for it. That's what I really hope. Because even the day when I was out rattling things on credit cards, I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? What am I doing? I'm, I'm falling out of the trap, Gibble. I'm doing exactly what she wants. I'm doing exactly what Sturgeon wants. I'm out here panic buying, fearful, you know? So I, I hope you haven't rattled the fucking credit cards up to the hilt. In order to keep up with the Joneses. Who are the Joneses, eh? Let's find them and kill them. Why do we do that? Let's find them and kill them. And go, do you know what? It's time for you to keep up with us. You bastards. So yes, um, <clears throat> what are we going to talk about? Right. Couple of questions. Oh, that was a yawn. It just sneaked out of nowhere. Couple of questions. we got a few um, news articles as well. Should we just go for the pig? Let's just jump straight into the pig. Do you know what? Because its fat face is staring at me. Yeah, I, I love pigs. I'm a pig man. You know, if I had a farm or I had space, I'd have pigs, you know? Uh, but just like when I had the chickens, I'd still eat pork. Of course I would. I, I, you could, I could have a pig that talks. You know, I could have babe, right? I've got a babe, right? Let's just paint that scenario. I get a pig... I'm a pig farmer, because where else would you get pigs? I don't know. Or one of these fucking micro pigs. An online breeder. Anyway, I've got a pig, right? I fucking love it, man. It's in the house, running about, it's got wee shoes on and a hat and a scarf, right? It's fucking great. Love the pig. Dane Zoomies, feeding it, him and the two manager are best pals. They sleep together, all snuggled in, stead cute. It's amazing, right? Love this wee pig. Posting pictures online. Look at my wee pig. My wee pig's brilliant, right? F- great. Pig starts talking. I'm like, holy shit, a talking pig. He's like, no way, big man, I can talk. Listen, my man, don't tell any cunt I can talk, right? This is just me and you. And here, I can also speak Doug. So the dog can talk to me and I can tell you what the dog said. I'm like, this is the best day ever. But I tell you what, I'd still eat a bacon sandwich. I'd still eat a bacon sandwich. Wouldn't you stop me? It's like when I had the chickens. People are like, you're not going to want to eat chicken. Are you fucking off your nut? Chicken's delicious. I mean, you're... The thought of being vegetarian upsets me. Because I just think you're, 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 you're cutting yourself off to so many avenues of happiness in life. So many avenues. But I, I don't... Even the, the missus has even said to me, because she's veggies, most of you know, she's even she, you know, she's denied it. I just don't believe her. I don't believe it any vegetarian. I don't believe it that they, they don't crave bacon. I don't, I don't believe it. I refuse to believe it. Even if you're a hardcore vegan... You know? Hardcore vegan. Even if you, you won't speak to somebody who's got like an animal in their name. You know, this is Mr. Badger. Oh, they're, they're, they're repressed. No. 
I still refuse to believe that even if they smell bacon cooking, they're not like, fuck me, I miss bacon. Of course you miss bacon. Bacon and cheese, man. Makes the world go round. Right, Picasso. Here we go. Pig. Picasso. Like the, the painter, Picasso. This one's called Pig Castle. See what they've done there? Okay. Uh, imagine being a struggling artist. Now, this is from the uh, our good friends at Unilad. <laughs> oh, we're really scraping the journalistic barrel here. Uh, a boy called Joe Hawker. 20th of December. Uh, ima- imagine being a struggling artist and realising Pig Castle is selling paintings for more than you. I mean, really, that should just give you an idea of the absurdity uh, that is the world of art. Really, the story behind the artist is arguably more important than the art itself. And really, what is the cost of art? It's probably whatever the cost of somebody's willing to pay for it. It's like the Banksy bullshit. Half of the stuff Banksy does is fucking garbage. And if you had it in your house, it would look shite. But as soon as you go, oh, that's an original Banksy lot, oh my God, fuck my bum. That is absolutely amazing. And it's no, it's shit. Anyway, back to the article. Uh, particularly talented pig has made a painting which has sold for £20,000, dubbed Pig Castle, by her owner. Uh, the particular artist has a style that could be described as abstract expressionist, or pig going mad with a brush. Uh, basically, which basically means the pig paints whatever it likes. Of course it does. I mean, you're not going to tell a pig to fuck. It's not going to do portraits, is it? No, if a pig did a portrait, I'd pay 20 grand for that. Now there's a thing. If this pig's that fucking good, set it down with the Queen. Could we get Pig Castle to paint a portrait of the Queen? Oh, my God. I mean, it wouldn't be any worse than fucking Rolf Harris painting up. Am I right, my man? Pig Castle. We don't know her original name. Got her break after being rescued by an animal shelter in South Africa. It's fucking Omicron. Uh, where her new owner, Joanne Lefson, decided to try and keep her entertained. Knowing pigs are rather intelligent animals, she began giving the pig all sorts of toys, but the pig's fondness for painting shone through when the only things it didn't eat and destroy were paint brushes. Before long, the pig was using the brushes to paint on a canvas set up in her stall five years down the line. Pig Castle is making artworks that are being sold all around the world and have created more than 400 works of art, one piece fetching £20,000 at auction. The painting named Wild and Free was brought, sorry, bought by a German buyer uh, named Peter Essa. Uh, to all those aspiring artists out there, just remember, if a pig can bring home the bacon, then so can you. Oh, fuck off. I hate it when these fucking journalists try and sneak a shitty joke in. Uh, also, if you're having trouble selling your artwork, you can just pretend it's painted by a pig. There you go. There you go. Just say, uh, it's painted by a pig, my man. Uh, I mean, how how could you know? How would anybody know? You know? Th- this lassie could be there. The woman could be painting. She could be an artist and she hasn't sold fuck all. And one day she rescued a pig, right? Because she's a fucking hipster bastard. And her dad was paying her rent and sending her money. And she's like, oh my God, I've rescued a pig, papa. And he's like, I'm fucking sick of giving you money. And then some guy comes in, I understand you're selling art, can I, can I see? Oh my God, the pig. She's like, hey, wait a minute. The pig paints the fucking paintings. Are you telling me that the pig painted this painting? Ah, oh, my man, aye. Right, well, in that case, 20 grand. 
It's all just backstory. It's all backstory nonsense. If, you, if, if I did... <laughs> I'm getting angry. Why are you getting angry with a pig painting, Scott? I don't know, I just am. If I was to look at that painting and go, is that worth 20 grand? No. Is any painting worth 20 grand? No. Apart from the Doug's playing snooker. That's worth 20 grand. Of course it is. The one with the Jack Russell's chalking up and the fucking Great Danes holding the triangle. Of course that's worth 20 grand. No, if you said to me, see that painting there? Uh-huh. The one that's all fucking blue and white squirrelies? Yep. Guess what? What? A pig painted that. What do you mean a pig? A fat man? No. A fucking actual pig. A fucking oink oink pig. Pig was rescued out some fucking animal South African sex dungeon and now it paints pictures. You're shitting me. Fucking no, my man. Picks up a brush and it paints. No, it only paints in red, white, blue. We think it's a Rangers fan. Will that affect the price? Well, in that case, the price has just doubled to £20,000. Would I pay 20 grand for a painting by a pig? No. But if I had stupid money, you know, if I was a multi, multi, multi millionaire, right? And 20 grand is like fucking 10 pound to us? Of course I would. This is, this is the problem with the world now, right? Rich people are getting richer. And it's not like they're getting richer, they're going, see that guy who had 12 grand? He's now got 15 grand. See people who are millionaires? They're now fucking almost pushing billionaires. The rich are getting richer. And they've got fuck all to buy. So why would they not spend 20 grand on a painting? It's, there are, this is the thing we don't want to accept. There are far more people out there than what we think that 20 grand to them is fucking pennies. Pennies! So if I had that kind of money, of course I'd buy a painting for a pig. Of course you would. I'd stick it in my downstairs toilet. And I'm sitting there, <laughs> I'm sitting there in my morning shite because I like to use all the toilets in my fucking mansion just to make sure they're still working. I'd sit there and I'd squeeze out a fucking tough one first thing in the morning and I'd look at that and go I fucking pig painted that and I paid 20 grand for it as the shit hit the fucking pan <laughs> oh. Picasso's got a fucking official website in the name of God it's got an official website obviously you know uh, the website is pigcastle.org how is it a dot org? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I can't believe this is real. Pig Castle, P I G W W W. Obviously, you know how the internet works. Pig Castle, P I G C A S S O. Org. And the homepage is various videos of Pig Castle painting. This is insane, man. What have we got here? New gallery open in Amsterdam. Of course it is. This is a, This is just the gift that keeps on giving. Where else would you open a gallery of paintings by a pig than Amsterdam? Because you need to be stoned at your fucking box to feel understand it. This is amazing, man. This is amazing. We need to... There's just a video of us sitting in a fucking puddle of water. We need to get, we need to get to Amsterdam. 
Hold on, what is this saying here? It says the Louvre has Van Dyck, Van Dyck, Van Gogh, and the Rachmusen, but only one gallery has Van Hogg. Oh my God! The two month, two month pop up gallery showcasing the extraordinary artworks of Joanne Lefson. Right, that's the woman. So is she? What is happening here? Is she is, is she an artist as well? Oh, this is this is odd. This is what I'm talking about, man. This could be just this woman as a as a failed artist, and she's just decided to start fucking the pig's massive as well, man. I'm new on her fucking website. She's got a dog called Oscar. Born to inspire a better kind of world for animals through the dedicated execution of unique and creative marketing projects what a fucking lot of nonsense anyway two month pop up uh, opened in Amsterdam in September 2021 located just a minute away from the Rack Museum right Picasso returns to Amsterdam in 2022 here we go Unprecedented, this marks the first time that the works of the non-human kind will be featured within the global art scene. Right! Find an extraordinary works at the Amsterdam International Art Fair, 19th to the 20th of August, 2022. Let's go! Let's go! Picasso has also been attended, uh, invited to attend the Oxford. Fuck off, don't care about that. Right, if you're listening to this... We need to organise a trip to Amsterdam between the 19th and the 20th of August 2022, right? We could do a live podcast recording. Could we get the pig on? Could we get the pig in the podcast? Could we get the pig in the podcast? There's a fucking sense I never thought I'd say. We could do a live podcast from Amsterdam with Johanna and uh, fucking... The pig, what's the pig called? Pig Castle, sorry, Pig Castle. And then we could all go and see the artwork. Maybe we do a bit of stand-up. And then maybe we all get a, we all get a smoked dish of mushrooms and get mad at Amsterdam. What a trap this would be. Right. We need to organise that. Uh, pig Castle's got a shop. Let's see what we can get in the shop. Okay, right. Featured collections. Oh, it's in fucking Ren in it or whatever the Afri- the South African thing is. There's pictures of their paintings on here, man. I mean they, they are just squiggles. They are they are just squiggles. You know, it's just it's just brush strokes. And listen, see, be honest. They do look kinda like, you know, that kind of arty farty like uh, Does it make it more impressive that a pig's done it? Probably not. Probably not. So let's see what some of them are called. Uh, one's called the Blue Elephant. One's called the Laughing Lobster. The Caterpillar. The Neon Night Party. Black Belt. King, one's called King Kong. One's called Greyhound. Big Fish. Small Pond. One is called... One's called Miami Vice. Uh, it's got a range of, uh, these actually look like fucking Malacca Lee paintings. A range of ones in just black. Very, very moving pieces. Uh, one's called Hog in Heaven. Jesus Christ almighty. 
These are these are expensive. These are expensive. I think what's the let's get a Google page up. What's the what's the currency? What's the you know we have to if you're a listener of the show, you know we have to sing as we uh, type. What's the currency in South Africa? Ah, uh, South Africa. Uh, it's the Rand. Okay. Uh, right. So that the it's a uh, South African Rand. It is a Rand, eh? Right. What's the fucking available artworks? Okay. What one do I like? Bridge over troubled water. I like to look at. That. I like to look a dog wash. Okay. Good looking. Nice use of the blue there. Uh, it is thirty five thousand Rand. So what is that? Thirty-five thousand into currency converter. Seventeen hundred quid. Suck my dick, Picasso. Seventeen hundred quid for a fucking print of a pig pig's painting. Can't even speak. I'm so angry. A print of a pig's painting for seventeen hundred quid. These these people, man. Or is that an original? That's no, that's no original. This is the original. Sixty-six thousand rand for the laughing lobster. Much is that? I know this is. I know this is a terrible episode here. Just me checking prices. That's over three grand for a painting of a pig. Jesus Christ, that's fucking insane. Much of the prints are the same. This is this pig's off his fucking nut, man. Right, get that in your diary. Nineteenth to the twentieth of August next year, where we're all going to fucking Amsterdam for a pig painting party. <laughs> <laughs> Try getting that one past your partner. And where do you think you're going? Uh, I'm going to Amsterdam with Gibble for a pig painting party. You're f- did nothing of the sort. <laughs> Please, it's it's been in the diary for months. I don't care, you're taking the wee man swimming and then the wains get fit by two o'clock. No, I'm going to Amsterdam for a pig painting podcast party. <laughs> the pig painting podcast party. I mean, this is all coming together. Right, leave it with me, I'll work on the details and I'll get back to you. Right, let's look at... Uh, let's look at the South Koreans, shall we? Uh, let's let's say goodbye. Come on, Gibble, get back on the page, man. Let's say goodbye to our good friend uh, Picasso for the moment. Um, <clears throat> here we go. So, <clears throat> excuse me. Oh, da. <laughs> I don't know. I, I can't remember his name. I, I miss that guy. Oh, da. I just like saying that every now and again. <laughs> Try that at your Christmas table. If too many people are talking or there's something going on, just just bang, just bang the table. Wherever you're sitting, and just go, oh da, oh da. So anyway, right. North Korea, uh, famous uh, land of uh, you know, the mad cunts, the Kims, big trousers, uh, high tops, you know, high top hairs, uh, big. Trousers. Anyway, the Kims. <laughs> North Koreans banned from laughing for 11 days to mark the anniversary of Kim Jong-il's 
death. Uh, Kim Jong-un, his, his son, has reportedly prohibited citizens from laughing for an 11-day period of mourning. Uh, if you're living in North Korea, you're probably not uh, reading this. A smirk, a giggle, or a full-blown laugh, how dare you, uh, can come with a very severe consequence, according to this article. December 17th, uh, oh, so they're just, are they still, they're still in it? God, they're still in the nail after. Let's hope, can you get, you don't get the internet in North Korea, do you? No. Have I got any North Koreans listening? Hey, get in touch. Any North Koreans in the Patreon? Get involved. Patreon.com forward slash Bicycle Gibson. December 17th marks 10 years since the death of Kim Jong-il. Uh, who was the wee one? If you don't know your ill for your un, your un is the one that's about the new, Right? And your L is the one for Team America. So lonely, so lonely, so sad and I roll. <laughs> what is the... See, I've said this before on the podcast. When I'm feeling uh, slightly lonely, my missus knows the words to that full song. Um, Kim John, Jong, L, Team America song. She knows the words to all this, and uh, she'll she'll sing it for me in that wee voice. What is that? No, that's not the right words. World police. Kim Jong Il, I'm so lonely. I'm so lonely. Lyrics. I'm so lonely. Lyrics. Here we go. <clears throat> I'm sure only, I'm sure only, sure only inside of our own. <laughs> There's no one, just me only, sitting on my little throne. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is the unofficial Christmas uh, single of the podcast. I work very hard and make up great plans, but no one really says, no one understands. Seems that no one take me seriously. And I'm sure only, a little lonely, proletal me. There's nobody I can't relate to, feel like a bird in a cage. It's kind of scary, not really, because it's filling my body with rage. I want really hard to stay nice and fit. But no other woman seemed to give a shit. <laughs> and when I roll the up, maybe they'll notice me. But until then, I'm just Ronnie. Really, little Ronnie. Poor little me. Anyway. You're welcome. Uh. Back to the article. December 17th marks 10 years since the death of Kim Jong-il. And in order to mark the occasion, his son, his son, Kim Jong-un, has ruled that the members of the public will be banned from laughing. Drink, oh, hold on a minute here. Just when you thought that was as bad as it gets. Banned from laughing, drinking alcohol, or engaging in leisurely activities for a whole 11 days, according to a citizen of the country. In the name of fuck Kim! What better way to celebrate... The great man's passing than uh, a good old fucking piss up. 
You know? Get mad with it. Tell stories. Have a laugh. But no, no, the Kims. He's like, nay laughing, nay booze, nay engaging in leisurely activities. None. Uh, the citizen also told Radio Free Asia, what a station, uh, that on December 17th, even grocery shopping has been prohibited. The period of mourning will take place over 11 days rather than the usual 10 because it is the 10th anniversary of Kim Jong-il's death. Citizen stated, during the morning period, we must not drink alcohol, laugh or engage in leisure activities. In the past, many people who were caught drinking or being intoxicated during the morning period were arrested and treated as ideological criminals. They were taken away, never seen again, shot in the head. The resident from the northeastern border of Xinhu also noted that you can't cry out loud even if your family member dies during the morning period. Nay, nay death, right? Listen, for the 17th, it's fucking, it's the 11 days of morning, so there's no boozing, right? You're going to have to go 11 days without the booze, so just fucking toughen up, no laughing, no sniggering, no snorting, no fart, nothing, right? No, no noise is to leave your body for 11 days. You get me? Nothing. If you think you're going to sneeze or fart or cough or burp or laugh, God forbid if you think you're going to laugh, Stuff your fist into your mouth. Don't you make a fucking sound for 11 days. And that's the other thing. They all grass each other in as well. You know? <laughs> what if some... What, imagine you're sitting in the house, right? Mind your own business. You've known a baby for fucking 10 days. You know? You're counting down the clock. When that clock hits midnight on the 29th of December, you're fucking right into the baby. Right into the baby. And you're in the house, mind your own business, you haven't farted, you haven't sneezed, you haven't coughed, you haven't done fuck all for ten days straight, gasping for a pint. And the missus stands up quickly out of her chair, knocks her head in the shelf and drops to the floor in agony. You would fucking piss your knickers with laughter. Couldn't you hold that in? Even if you're in the worst mood, even if you're in a stinking bad mood, you put, you've been framed on, somebody falls off a bench, or a, a kid gets fucking knocked off a swing, you're pissing yourself laughing. You can't even know laugh when somebody gets hurt. Your next door neighbour straight on the phone going like, Gaffer, you'll not believe this, number 42, kid's laughing his fucking head off. Police come in. North Korean police as well. Right? We've had reports of laughter. What it is, my man, right? Ten days, no baby, no farted, no sneeze, no coughed. She stood up at a chair, whacked her fucking nut off a shelf, collapsed on the ground in agony, and I couldn't hold it and I laughed. Well, to jail. Tell that one to the judge. What a way to go, man. <clears throat> How do you enforce such a thing? You know? Uh, people cannot even celebrate their own birthdays, right? If they fall within the morning period, fair enough. That's a good jet out of jail. Get out of jail card. You forgot my birthday again, you bastard. Listen, hen, it is falling within the period of mourning for the great leader, Kim Jong-il. Even if I wanted to get you a present, I couldn't, because you can't celebrate. Are you wanting the jail? Are you wanting me to get the jail? Is that what you want? No, I just want it like a new fucking toaster oven or something. Or even a bunch of flowers, you fucking ignorant bastard. Every day I'm cleaning this house, you do fuck all for me. Look, listen, 
the best gift I've got for you this year is the gift of fuck all. Because if I got you something, you'd be in a jail. I'm, I'm only thinking about you, love. Member of the public who lives... This, this article's gone on for far too long. A member of the public who lives in the southwestern province of South Highway explained that police are even on special duty to crack down on those who harm the mood of collective mourning uh, from the very first day of December. It's a month-long special duty for the police. I heard that law enforcement officials cannot sleep at all, they stated. You know some poor police is going to start laughing. Food shortages have to be controlled and handled by companies owned by the state so that social order and safety is uh, ensured. Uh, The state will remember Kim Jong-il through a series of events including art exhibitions. They could get Picasso to come and paint a picture of the fucking big man. Eh? What a better way to celebrate than an art exhibition by Picasso for the, the morning of Kim Jong-il. Oh, we're, we're fucking bringing stories together here. Uh, a concert. That'll be exciting. And a flower display. Okay. A citizen uh, concluded, uh, I just hope that the morning period for Kim Jong-il will be shortened to one week, just like the morning period for Kim Il-sung. Residents are complaining that the living are forced to mourn these two people to death. Uh, from 94, Kim Jong-il ruled North Korea until he passed a heart attack in 2069. There you go. Okay. Good. What a what a wild, crazy episode, eh? What, what other podcast brings you uh, a painting pig, a COVID rant, and the non-laughter of the North Koreans? I don't know. Right, what we got question-wise? Uh, top of the shop, Kenny Bridges. Straight, I mean, everything that's happening in the world, <clears throat> all the big subjects that need to be tackled. Kenny has been man enough, brave enough to submit a question so powerful, so so cutting, you know. The, a, a question that I'm sure many of you have wanted to know the answer to, but have been possibly too afraid or too ashamed to ask. Not Kenny. Kenny is a man of the people. A Patreon, a rascal. And Kenny has submitted this question on Patreon. And if you want to submit a question and you want to hear all of the extra special super secret content that only goes out to the Patreons, then you need to go to patreon.com forward slash bigscottgibson or go to bigscottgibson.com and follow the links and sign up for £4, you fucking cheap bastards. So Kenny has asked, why do farts smell? That question again, why do farts smell? A question that many of us, I'm sure, have wondered over over the years. Sometimes you'll do a fart and nothing. Not a whiff, not a sound. Many of us have done a silent fart. Sometimes you'll do a fart so guttural, so watery, that you'll actually think, You've shat yourself. And sometimes you will do a fart and you will shut yourself a little bit. Even a man of 37 years old, I can't tell you the number of farts I've done since I've been alive. I would say it's in the millions. Still to this day, when I feel a one a brewing, <laughs> that sounds like a Johnny Cash song. I feel a far a brewing. 
coming around the bend. I don't know what's happening because I might shit myself. Then I've got a fart on dick. <laughs> Even when I feel one brewing. I don't know what it's going to deliver. I don't know what it's going to serve up. Is it going to be a wee, a wee silent one? A wee gassy one? Or is it going to be a, a full-blown, watery, guttle fart? A room clearer? Those are few and far between. But every now and again, when you get one, it fucking clears a room. You're like, oh, in the name of God, I'm a man. I'm a champion. So why do farts smell? Let's try and find out. Uh, Google is saying uh, gases uh, are also what can make fart smell bad. Tiny amounts of hydrogen, a big pardon, hydrogen in my bum, carbon dioxide and methane combined with hydrogen sulfide uh, in the large intestine to give gas its smell. And you fucking go. Uh, smelly fart, six causes and prevention. There literally is everything online, isn't there? Literally is. Why do farts smell so bad? Flatulence. I mean, who calls it flatulence? Uh, which is sometimes called passing wind, ripping arse, or farting. It's a biological process that helps to release gas from digestion. Though in some cases they are silent and odourless, farts can become uncomfortable. Uh, sorry? When they are loud and foul-smelling. There's nothing uncomfortable a loud fart. Nothing. Nothing. Do not hold a fart in. We've all done it. We've been in a situation where you just can't fart, so you force it back in, and then you get a right stingy bumhole. Don't do it to yourself. Let it out, man. There's also nothing funnier than a, a well-timed fart. You know? At a wedding. At a funeral. A funeral. A, a well-timed fart at a funeral can inject much-needed laughter into the situation. And you, John, very well... May he rest in peace. <laughs> amazing. Absolutely amazing. Uh, smelly gas uh, is not uncommon and is often considered normal. Why are we actually reading information about farts? Some foods or medications can cause excessively smelly farts. They are, however, some instances where smelly farts can be an indicator of an underlying infection. Oh, here we go. Digestive issues or a disorder. Disorder being, you're a smelly fart bastard. <laughs> <laughs> right, uh, smelly fart causes high fibre foods, number one. Um, so if you're eating broccoli, bok choy, asparagus or cabbage, here come the smelly farts, right? So the next time your missus tries to get you eat vegetables, you're like, listen hen, I'm not eating my veg for you. It's not for me, it's for you and the wains. What are you talking about, you stupid fat bastard? I'm telling you, loves, I would love nothing more than to eat this delicious bowl of broccoli, bok choy, asparagus and cabbage. But if I did that, my farts would be fucking stinking. Food intolerance, uh, lactose intolerant, gluten intolerant, uh, celiac disease uh, can also lead to um, smelly farts. Uh, some symptoms of celiac disease, fatigue, bloating, diarrhea and weight loss. Oh, I, I could do with that now. Maybe not the first three, but definitely the weight loss. Medication. You might be on uh, antibiotics that could cause uh, smelly farts. Constipation. You're absolutely choking for a shite and your lower intestine packed full of jobby and it's stinking. 
<laughs> Number five, bacteria buildup uh, and digestive tract infections. Ah, disgusting. Uh, and then finally, number six, just to finish on a light one, colon cancer. Good. Good. So, don't, you know, just when you're sitting there thinking, uh, my farts might be stinking because I've just had a delicious bowl of bok choy, you could also have colon cancer. Wonderful. Again, the internet covering all the bases and making us completely fearful of what lies ahead. So, there you go, Kenny. I hope that answers the question, mate. Why do your fart smell? It's because you're eating too much vegetables or you get colon cancer. There you go. Eh? Two sides of a fucking horrendous coin. Got doctor, doctor. Why have you come in today, Mr. Griffin? Doctor, my farts are kicking up a right bong. My honest to God, doctor. My farts are stinking. Have you been eating a lot of bok choy, my man? Not a bit of bok choy's never crossed my lips, doctor. In that case, it's colon cancer. Can there not be a middle ground? Possibly celiac disease, lactose intolerant. Nope, nope, nope. If your farts are stinking, your colons are ringing. Now drop your drawers and bend over. Good. I hope that... No, Kenny, I don't know if your farts smell particularly bad. Um, you know, I don't know if, uh, I don't know if this was a cry for help, and we've turned it into uh, some light laughter, please remember if you are North Korean, do not laugh between the uh, days of December 17th and December 29th, um, went to see a doctor, according to the healthline.com, uh, cramps, abdominal pain, bloating, nausea, vomit, diarrhea, bowel incontinence, bloody stools, weight loss, fever, muscle pain, a weakness in the arsehole, See your doctor. Prevention. Eat smaller portions at a slower pace. Fuck off. Drink more water. Fuck off. Include probiotic foods like yogurt into your diet. Again, fuck off. Avoid carbonated drinks. Not a chance. And try to avoid foods that contribute to smelly gas. None of these things are helping me at all. I'll take my chance with a bok choy. We still get quick. We can. We look at. We look at time. We're running out of time, man. We still get questions from the legend Glenn McPherson and Big and Bud. We're just gonna have to save them. We're just gonna have to save them, Gibbs. There's nothing you can do. You can't. You can't bend time, my man. You're not a time bender or a water bender, fast bender. What was that film? Airbender. The last Airbender. What a terrible film that was. Uh, Glenn McPherson. What was? What's the best bit of breakfast you've had out of a van or a roll shop? I mean, what a question, man. We're going to need to save it, mate. We're going to need to save it. Nothing we can do. Right, this is the last episode before Christmas, believe it or not. Uh, I will have... Let me just check. Let me just let me just uh, consult the diary for a second. Patreon uh, will uh, is due out on the 26th Boxing Day. Uh, I'm going to be honest, it's probably going to be late. I don't think I'm going to get that one out. I might, but I might. Well, I, I don't know. Uh, but there will be a special Patreon-only episode between uh, Christmas and New Year. So, yeah, go on it if you're not already. Patreon.com forward slash Big Scott Gibson. You can sign up for as little as £4 a month, you fucking cheap fucking council scumbags, man. Pound a week, 50 pence an episode if you're on the Patreon. And put it this way, you'll be supporting a struggling artist and you'll be getting extra content and do you know what see the Patreon episodes they're fucking brilliant man because we get to play some music on them as well and it's just it's just great 
So get involved. Patreon.com forward slash Big Scott Gibson. Go to the website, BigScottGibson.com and uh, join the mailing list. And look out for information about the tour dates coming up next year, 2022. Fastly approaching. Okay. Let's wrap it. Weird one, you know. We, we maybe should have made it more festive, more Christmassy, but uh, hey, this is the, uh, you know, we, we press recording and this is what happens. So, I hope you all have an amazing Christmas. I hope Santa brings you everything you ask for. I hope you get a Christmas cuddle. I hope your dinner is delicious. I hope you get so many pigs and blankets that your fucking, your farts are stinking. I hope you eat so many pigs and blankets that you're actually concerned you might get colon cancer. No, that's a horrible thing to say. I just hope that you have a great feed, a great day, and you stay safe, man. If you've not got your vaccines, get your vaccine. If you've not got your booster, get your booster. And if you don't want to get it, don't get it. I don't care. I just want you to be happy. And that's it. Stay safe. Have an amazing Christmas. Genuinely, thank you to everybody who's supported the podcast over this year. Everybody who's joined the Patreon. Everybody who shares it. Everybody who sends questions. You're all amazing. Every single one is. So have a great Christmas. Wash your hands. And your arsehole. I will speak to you all very soon on the Patreon. And hopefully... I'll also see you in the battlefield very soon. Take care, guys. Love you all. Almost. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. When it comes to clothes, having pieces that you can wear anywhere is a must. That's why American Giant makes clothing that fits your life seamlessly, with quality you have to feel to believe. Whether you're stocking up for any weather or picking up a special gift, you'll find an impressive selection of staples to choose from. So whether you're on the hunt for a heavyweight hoodie, a fleece jacket, or a hardworking pair of warm sweatpants, American Giant has what you're looking for. Each American Giant piece is designed to last and created with commitment to doing things better. And all their products are made right here in America. Because keeping things local ensures the kind of quality you'll feel and appreciate for years to come. Discover the American Giant difference today. Shop Wear Anywhere Closet Staples at American-Giant.com and get 20% off your order when you use code ANYSTYLE24 at checkout. That's 20% off at American-Giant.com. Promo code ANYSTYLE24. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. 
The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com. <laughs> 